Are we ready? I'm ready. <laughs> I'm ready. I'm Pro- ready. Promotion. <laughs> Promotion. Uh, hello and welcome back to the Mixed Bag Podcast. I'm Sound Guy and with me I have J-Dog. Yo, what's up? And Elijah. Hey. We are missing Brandon today because uh, congratulations to him. He has a child. Yay! Yay. Yay. I almost did the here comes the bride. (laughs) That's not how this works. Um, Is he going to be missing next next episode too or just this one? I think next week too. Okay. Okay. So these next two weeks are going to be really good episodes, guys. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Super super much better. Super much cooler. (laughs) Sorry, Uh, Brandon. Yeah, so I'm I'm hosting this one uh, just to keep things interesting. We did have an episode last week that was corrupted. So hopefully this one, or this one won't corrupt, but hopefully we can uh, keep a good recovery and this episode is a little bit more interesting. With that being said, no album or drink this episode. We have water. Yeah, we have water. We got water. Good water. We've decided to fast from all beverages. (laughs) J-Dog, now I have a small list of topics in mind and I want to ask J-Dog and then you and then uh, me. J-Dog, if everyone in society had the same mind as you how long would society last (laughs) (laughs) oh no oh no see that's society better be saying oh no because everybody everybody's killed themselves by now if everyone was just like you how long do you think so like they would have like not even the same mentality but also like the same skills that Um, he does no, no 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 like different i guess skills but everybody had thought how he thinks. So, mm-hmm. like, uh, your conscious, like, conscious yeah, the con- like the, the stoner sort of mindset that you have. See, okay, if we just that way, I think the world would just relax. I think we'd, <laughs> we'd make it, you know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'd actually be able to sit down and go, okay, here's the issue. Now here's the problem. You know. Wait. Be very <laughs> <There's two>. What? <laughs> here's an issue. Here's, here's another the- problem. <laughs> I woke up 10 minutes ago. <laughs> yeah, J-Dog, J-Dog was late. We called him and he was still asleep. Yeah. It's, it's, uh, here's the problem. Here's the solution. There you go. Yeah. yeah. That, you just proved how well you would do. <laughs> I mean, yeah, sure. People won't be able to speak quite right. But, nah. I figure that's a skill at that point. <laughs> you think they would all have, like, motivation to get it done, too? That's... That's that's the iffy part. That's the part that might kill us, you know, is the actually getting it done. You guys know the solution's like, ah, just not feeling it yeah. today, man. <laughs> Somebody's going to take care of that. <laughs> <laughs> Let the other J-Dog do it. <laughs> we all think about the same, right? Oh, wait. And then we're all just waiting for someone else to fix, fix it. Is someone going to clean that up and everybody's just watching? Yeah. <laughs> they pretend like they didn't see it. Yeah. Like, uh. Someone out there someone out there's paid to do that. Yeah. <laughs> now, Elijah, if everyone thought the way that you think, how long do you think society would live? <sighs> That's hard. Okay, so the way that I see it, is I think all the countries would get along because to people that I don't know too well, I am like the nicest person too. Like I will do anything for the random stranger. But I think like within those countries, there'd be like turmoil because like, I think like when it comes to me, if like a friend that I have 
in my mind, even if they didn't mean to fuck me over, but if they say something that like hurts my feelings, unless we talk about it right then, mm -hmm. then I kind of it, hold that, you know? Yeah. And so if everybody felt that way, <laughs> the then I, I think... The country is just petty. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like at, at first you would like... Um, that you wouldn't say anything like you would just like okay well you know fuck you too yeah. but then once it finally like came up you know because like when i'm mad at someone um and i know that we're gonna have a talk about it mm -hmm. in my mind i always think like worst case scenario is like okay well i don't want to be your friend either then you know <laughs> and then we end up having the conversation it's totally fine we're like oh, okay like we're good now but i think if both parties went into it with like uh like worst case scenario kind of mindset yeah every country would destroy itself yeah so I, what i'm picturing here is like a group text like the un group text <laughs> it's like hey russia uh we need to talk about that uh, nuclear the nuclear missile we saw get launched and they're just like scene <laughs> <laughs> they just leave the un on red <laughs> Fuck those guys. They'll figure it out eventually anyway. <laughs> oh, that missile was totally meant for me. I know it. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. I, like I said, I think it would be just the slow, gradual, um, like, drop into abyss for yeah. the for the planet. But I'd give it a good 50 years, you yeah, know. That's, that's, that's a good I, I think, like, society could function, mm -hmm. but there wouldn't be another generation. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's actually kind of my answer, which I'll go into. But first, I want to point out i think elijah's society would live longer than <laughs> mine, would, mine would end just because shit didn't happen <laughs> you guys would all love each other but just not do anything that's there's, exactly it there's a power outage and you guys are like okay i guess no more, no more. <laughs> someone else gotta do it yeah, someone fire, else is I gonna guess. plant those food crops yeah. <laughs> You go to the farmer J Dog and you're like, "Yo, did you plant that corn?" And uh, <laughs> I told the other guy to do it. <laughs> I gave them the solution; they didn't follow through. Yeah. As for me, um, I think I think a little bit too nihilistically. And if everyone had a nihilistic mindset, then we would all just probably like mass suicide or just not have kids. <laughs> because I'm like. I'm a guy that's, I'm very, like, philosophical, and I love talking about philosophy, but I also, like, I zoom out too much sometimes, and when you zoom out really far, you're like, well, nothing, nothing matters, mm -hmm. you know, like, mm -hmm. the, the universe will go on w with or without us, so, dip, you know? I, I, I kind of wish Brandon was here, because yeah. him and I have kind of had that same conversation, and he completely disagrees with us. Really? Yeah. Like, I, I just remember, like, do you ever have, like, just moments to where you're just at work and then out of nowhere you're just like none of this matters yeah. like me stocking the shelf me going home and all that like it won't matter in like if like a hundred years yeah. you know um brandon's like no i never think about that i think that's kind of like pessimistic it's like that's the truth like, <laughs> like that's what happens he's also the same dude in that same breath to go the last 10 minutes of work i'm officially not <laughs> I'm <gonna> work anymore <laughs> yeah i think it's a super interesting topic in itself um my brain froze. Where was I going with that? Oh, I had a conversation earlier with a friend about this. And it's like the whole nihilistic nothing matters thing. If you look at who's happy, it's the people in the moment, right? Like Brandon or I would even say J-Dog if he's like, hi. So I think the sort of key to like 
being okay mentally is to just be in the moment and enjoy the sunset or you know not think too hard about the sunset just look at the sunset yeah, smell the know? roses yeah yeah, yeah every now and again just, uh, yeah live in the moment it's kind of the key to that um but this isn't a philosophical podcast this is uh, would your society survive? And I think all of us agree that no. <laughs> no. Now, none, of, none of us would make it past we, the second generation. Okay, so now we have to answer for Brandon. Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> they could not get anything done. Yeah. Sorry, Brandon. It would be like um, all of them would like plant the crops and like tend to it and all that. Yeah. But then like whenever they're actually ready, it's like the last 10 minutes of like yeah. then you be harvested <laughs> yeah. and they're like, eh. Forget it. Yeah, I mean, sundown's in about half an hour. I guess I can start calling it quits. <laughs> and they all just rot and the world goes hungry. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Brandon. Plantations uh, are turning over about half yeah. the normal amount. <laughs> wow. Well, glad that conversation went well and we all agreed that we'd die. Um, do I have any other topics? Mm. Ooh. Well, actually, let me ask this. How's everyone's week been? Oof. oof. Oh no. Uh, like, oof isn't not interesting. Uh, like, nothing? Yeah, nothing really, no. Elijah, how was your week? Uh it was it was uh like a pretty normal week except um you and I kinda talked a little bit before J Dog got here. Uh I watched Bo Burnham's new special. I need to see that. Oh my god. <clears throat> it was incredible. Like he pretty much he did everything on his own. He recorded it on its own. He edited it. He had all the special effects. Um, I won't spoil it, but the first five minutes, he he does something, and just in your head, you're like, okay, I'm gonna love this. You know, Ooh. like it's so creative how he gets like shots for it, because like no one's recording. He has to have it like set up on different tripods to get all the angles. Mm-hmm. Um, it starts like it's it's. I'd say it is funny because obviously it's Bo Burnham. But I would say there's a lot more like kind of darker moments compared to like his first two, you know, because like the whole premise is called inside. So like it's about the last year, how he's been pretty much trapped in this one room stuck inside and how he's like he did this special to like keep himself from like going crazy, Mm. you know, but it's it's very, very good. That sounds like him. I've been a Bo Burnham fan since junior high. Yeah. Oh, I fucking love him. (laughs) That might, that's where a lot of my dark humor comes from, is how much Bo Burnham I, like, religiously listen to. He's he's so clever, too. Like, I, w- I wish I had just, like, 10% of his, like, humor, you know? Mm. Like, I, <laughs> I showed my girlfriend uh, Kill Yourself without context. <laughs> <laughs> and she was like, this dude's supposed to be a comedian? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, every single song could, like, stand on its own, you know? It's even just, like, a three, two, three-minute YouTube clip or something. He's just... He's got the mindset that, I like... I, uh... I, I can't formulate this sentence. You're, you're doing great. <laughs> I believe in you. He's got, he's got this mindset that I just, you know, completely agree with. It's just, uh... Just be kind to everybody, and everybody can stop losing their mind for half a minute. Yeah, he's yeah. he's very easy to sympathize with or empathize with. Mm-hmm. You know, like when he talks, you're like, I feel that way. Mm-hmm. You know, 
Um, the only other thing that happened this week, I also watched an episode of Nathan for You. Do you know what that is? I've heard of that. Why, why does that sound familiar? Uh, it's like a satire kind of parody TV show. Uh, this guy named Nathan Fielder, he goes and just has different every episode. It's kind of like the same style as like The Office or Parks and Rec. Not so much. It only follows him, but like the camera angles and like mm-hmm. the cameras are there and he acknowledges it, but that's not like what it's about is like he'll he'll go and just have like a i guess you call it like a social experiment not like the youtube ones but like making his own parody of starbucks it's just called dumb starbucks or um he blackmails himself to motivate himself by taking a picture of him naked in a hot dog um human-sized hot dog bun um and he gets it notarized and it's to be sent to his grandma in two weeks time unless he finishes a screenplay and shows it to the notary uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's so he gets other people to do it to like lose weight and it's it's just a very like satirical like funny show hmm. i definitely recommend it to anybody might have to give it a, a try give nathan for you a try not sponsored not sponsored not sponsored now me and a lot while, while we were waiting for you to uh wake up and get over here well not even yeah about that time me and Elijah were talking about uh, how we are now internet celebrities, and we have a god complex. And thank you for giving us that god complex, listeners. Yes, <laughs> we are amazing. So yeah, that, when I saw you, I, when I saw you at Walmart the other day, yeah. you said you had people come up to you like, "Oh, I heard you throw up." On yeah. The as far as I'm concerned, no one's listening to it. Like, yeah. <laughs> that's yeah. true, yeah, because... J-Dog doesn't work at Target. Yeah. Target's where we started our quote-unquote marketing campaign. Um, so, J-Dog, have you had any... Have you showed anybody our podcast? The only people who I know that like talk to me about the podcast are my mom and my girlfriend. Your mom listens to the podcast? I got my... I yeah. showed my mom oh, yeah, we specifically about this. Yeah. on Spotify, yeah. Just so she could listen to our podcast. Oh, Good mom. old Teresa. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go see her today. I'm going to see if she listened to any more. Oh, That's actually super sweet. And you said your sister as well? No, my girlfriend. Oh, your girlfriend. No, girlfriend. My what sister. Is, has she given you any opinions on it? She... She... Um, what's the word here? Uh... Whenever you just tend to blow things out of proportion just naturally. Who? My Me? girlfriend. Oh, okay. So, like, yeah. <laughs> she'll, like, hear a conversation we're having. She's like, was that necessarily the best thing you could have, like, left in the podcast? <laughs> and I'm like, well, I mean, for comedy, it's fine. Almost <laughs> everything gets left in the podcast. Yeah. And yeah. editing, like, two hours of footage maybe has, like, ten minutes cut out. Yeah. So, I didn't realize how much we leave in, but it's a lot compared to other podcasts. So, like, I know, like, you showed your mom. I could never show my mom <laughs> yeah. this podcast. Like, or my sisters. Like, no one in my family would I even attempt. The only way that they find out about this podcast is if we get big enough and someone's like, do you know your son has a podcast? Yeah. And they're like, oh, okay. But I would, I just can't imagine letting my family listen to the conversations that we have. Absolutely not. I, I think I'm in agreement here. I don't, I don't see any of my family ever. Uh-uh. So no. like your mom must be pretty badass to listen yeah. to our podcast. I see. I have no idea. Cause the, the first episode we were listening to, I don't remember what that was. It was episode one. I don't remember what the conversation was, but um, my mom and I have very similar mindsets. Uh-huh. So Brandon and Elijah was getting, y'all were getting into something 
saying just some stupid shit mm -hmm. and i went my, my reaction to it was what the fuck and my yeah. mom at the same time i said it in the recording went what the fuck <laughs> <laughs> so she's just like a female version of you mm -hmm. that's actually kind of adorable <laughs> that's yeah that's so cool me and my mom are very similar it's, it's uh mm -hmm. it's sweet I think I struggle to show it to people for the same reason that I talk to you that like if someone knows me and knows what I do as well then it like psychs me out I don't think I could ever really show anyone um, but I have to accept the people that come up to me and are like oh, I listen you throw up like, it's like uh, cool like, that's, so, <laughs> that's so weird like it's people like like that I've never talked to at least in like five months and they're like yo I listen you throw up and I'm like I don't that's <laughs> how you know me now yeah I guess you know me huh <laughs> Because uh, on the same mind, I remember back in high school doing Julius Caesar, we <laughs> had this rig, so it looked like we were just making blood spew out <gasps> oh, of Caesar. Oh, no, I remember this. And every single night, my ribbon just would not come out. Um, and that's the thing that sticks with people. So, like, I was chilling at uh, some yogurt place, frozen yogurt place, not even with the theater. I was doing something with the marching band. And some random person came up and was like, hey, you were in Caesar, weren't you? And I was like, uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he was like, oh, you did great, you did great. I just feel really bad that the oh. prop never worked for you. And I was like, it's like you fought more than once. <laughs> <laughs> After the first night, he's like, I got to see what happens again. <laughs> <laughs> I got it every single like dress rehearsal. Every time we tried to like see if we could get it fixed and then... The night of the performance, I'm just sitting there fingering this little hole trying to get my <laughs> ribbon to start. <laughs> That's like um, in high school, uh, we were, I'm not, I don't think it's required now, but you used to have to take a speech class, you know. Mm. Um, and so towards the end of the year, they had every student come up with a how-to video, like how to tie a shoe, how to ride a skateboard, how to cook this food. And so lip sync auditions were coming up at the end of the year too. And I didn't want to be a director, but I knew that Mr. J, our theater teacher would be mad if I didn't try. Like he could tell if you didn't put any effort into it. And so my audition song was um, Crank That by Soldier Boy. <laughs> Just because I was like, he won't like this. And so it was a dancing lip sync, which I fucking forgot that Mr. J loves dancing lip syncs. Oh, yeah. And so um, I ended up being a director, but that's besides the point. So since I had already come up with a dance for the song, for the, my speech class video, <laughs> I just did the same thing and I said how to do the soldier boy. And Mr. Coppage, our speech teacher, loved it so much that every year after that, when he would show the class examples of how to do uh, the video, he would show them my video. Yeah. And oh. I made that when I was a junior. So when I was a senior, towards the end of the year, I had random kids walking by like, hey, you're the soldier boy kid. Yeah. I was like, fuck, that yeah. is not <laughs> how I want to be remembered. Yeah. I took I took Coppage's uh, speech class like probably the year after you did. And I, I saw that for the house. <laughs> hey, that's Elijah. <laughs> I had a few of my friends like text me and yeah, let me know. They're like, hey, I saw that. I was like, oh, could you erase that from your memory, please? <laughs> oh, that. So uh, middle school, I was in uh, choir class. And in beginner's choir, the teacher at uh, McNeil liked to have us do our own music videos to songs. So any, any licensed song, we do whatever. She just gave us a camera and some time to record. And the group I was in 
decided to do uh, What Makes You Beautiful by One Direction. <laughs> Brandon's favorite song. <laughs> I, you know, that song had just released. It was like Song of the Summer that year. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, my choir teacher ended up loving our music video. Like ours came out, came out the best. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, so she said, uh, is it okay if I use it every like subsequent year? And I was like, yeah, sure. I have no idea if anyone other than my class that year saw that video, but I have, I can almost guarantee there's a bunch of people who like have seen my face and have no idea. Who there's, I yeah. <laughs> oh, fuck that song. <laughs> Why'd they choose that? <laughs> That's gotta be weird. Like thinking about how many people younger than you know who you are. You have no idea that they even exist, you oh, know. Yeah. Like, but uh, they'll remember you forever. All of my brother's friends. Yeah. It was weird my senior year walking around the halls and people be like, yo, you're Isaiah's brother. And I'm like, who the hell are you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think the worst is like when the teacher found out that you're so-and-so's brother, you know, and so they already had expectations of who you're going to be. You're like, oh, your sister got like a 99 in my class. So yeah. I expect the same out of you. You're like, fuck yeah. <laughs> i am not that smart well, unless you give it to me it's not happening. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah whenever you're talking about like you were the um julius caesar kid you know you were the one direction kid it's kind of the same thing like a target like i'm also known as like the nose grease kid now yeah. you know <laughs> <laughs> like uh our co-worker clay walked up to me just randomly didn't know what he's gonna say he's just like nose grease eh yeah. i'm like oh wow I, I forgot that we even talked about that and now at least 50 people who listen to it, yeah. that's how they see me now. <laughs> the nose grease guy. Think about it. We made now, it to episode 50. What we have to push the extreme yeah. that way you can break out of the nose grease guy. Like you become something else. All right, guys. So make sure to come up with something weirder than nose grease. I fuck dogs. <laughs> let's put an echo effect right there <laughs> pin drop yeah. uh, I don't by the way yeah. in case anyone was wondering he tried Yeah. still the nose grease guy you ever wonder how his gerbil died <laughs> did you guys ever hear about that actor I don't remember who it was but um, he like would stick gerbils up his asshole for like right. sexual pleasure you can look it up right look it up real quick uh, no <laughs> well i mean there's not gonna be like a video i just it's just like famous actor and like i don't remember i don't think he died from it but like he was found out maybe i think he's dead now and like people found out that he used to do that boy got gerbil ass <laughs> did you find it richard gear i think i think so something like that It'd be funny if it wasn't. I just slandered his name. <laughs> <laughs> Bill Gates. <laughs> Bill Gates. If that's the right answer, then that that that's that answers a question me and my girlfriend had the other night. Because Richard, we were trying to figure out why the fuck we knew that name, and if it's because gerbil. Is his ass. <laughs> I, I think that might be it. Because I don't I don't know that name. It sounds familiar, but I could not put it to a face or anything. No, no face for me. Can you imagine if that's how you, like, you knew them? You know, like, I'm Nose Grease guy, you're Julius Caesar guy, and he's just anal gerbil guy. He could have, he could have had, like, an amazing career, like, acting, but that doesn't matter. gerbils up your ass. Yeah. I mean, maybe he probably didn't expect anybody to find out. 
Right. He's got like this like really big filmography behind him, but then the fact that that came out fuck everything <laughs> you have ever done that was actually worth something. He like won like 10 Oscars and you know <laughs> billionaire, but that's how people remember you. Do you find it? Yeah, I'm reading an article that's like saying that it's false. It's not. (laughs) (laughs) I refuse to believe that that was fake. They're saying it happened. Like there's a true account of a 26-year-old going to the hospital for that. But they're saying it wasn't Richard Gere. Damn. Mm. Since we're running low on topics, I'm going to type Bill Gates and see the first news story. I I wonder if there's like a news story about him every day. There's got to be something written about it. Bill Gates' next-generation nuclear reactor to be built in Wyoming. Poor Wyoming. Yeah, sorry, Wyoming. (laughs) Bill Gates backs new venture fund focused on meta-materials. I don't know what meta-materials is. What is meta? I mean, I know what meta is and like... Yeah. (laughs) Yo, this is so meta. Yeah. (laughs) It's iron is meta. Meta-materials. Cusp of white adaptation. It would be something like... A way, a new way to like recycle materials, get them useful again. Engineer materials and infrastructure. Possibly. Meta materials. Oh, meta materials are engineered materials arranged in repeating structures at a nano and micro scale, in a way that gives them acoustic, electromagnetic, mechanical, and other properties not found in nature. Hmm. Have you ever seen the video of uh, it was like a, it's like a dish with like a really clear liquid in it, and there's a bunch of like um like metal shavings and a current is kind of dropped in the center and the metal shavings they collect and spire out like a like a lightning bolt mm-hmm. until they contact the outside of the dish i have not seen that yeah well i mean like it sounds it's nerdy as shit but it's like it's super interesting so that's probably kind of what they're touching into hmm. yeah. go bill gates yeah in this one instance yeah, I don't have shit to say about that one. <laughs> it's too nerdy for us. Credit to where credit's into. due. No, if you start giving, hitting me with actual facts about Bill Gates, then I, I feel like I can do this bit less and less. Bill Gates, <laughs> fun facts. The more I want to stay I ignorant about <laughs> yeah. Bill Gates. Yeah. <laughs> Bill Gates cures cancer. I didn't need to know that. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck, I just talked about him being the next Paul Blart. Yeah. <laughs> oh, he's curing cancer. Fuck. <laughs> Nah, cancer's never going to be cured. Put more money into stem cell research. That seems to be something happening. Stems? And and marijuana research. Do you think that with the legalization of marijuana, do you think that the the market for marijuana is going to grow or decline? Oh, it's growing. It's it's currently growing. I know it's currently growing. But I feel like once it becomes legal and taxed and, you know, all of that stuff, and it's no longer a black market thing, I think LSD is going to oh, yeah. Some, increase. Something else illegal is going to start yeah, building yeah. up. But um, that's why I just think we should decriminalize drugs, period. I mean, in Washington or Oregon, I don't remember which one, but Oregon. they decriminalized all drug offenses, yeah. which is pretty cool. Bill Gates was once arrested in New Mexico in 1977. He was driving without a license and ran a red light. <laughs> 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 That's what they got him for. <laughs> fucking dumbass. Like, All right, you can. You still can have that picture of him in your head now. Yeah. Oh yeah. You can still. That is such a lame video. thing what? to That's get arrested so for. Did it have a year? Did you say? Nineteen seventy-seven. Good fucking. 
1977. Probably like 50 still. I don't know. How old is he now? 200. He's a gray beard now. 40 years ago, he was uh, 150. He's 65. He's 65 now. That's crazy. So that was 34 years ago. So he was 31. 31. Dang. Okay. Yeah, no, you should... Bad. He should have known better. He should have known better. Better enough that how would you see a red light and be like, yeah, that's okay. And knowing that you don't have a license on you. Yeah, you got to drive a little bit more yeah. careful, you yeah. know, if you're not going to have your license on you or if it's expired. <laughs> Brandon. Gates doesn't know any foreign languages. What'd you say? He doesn't know any foreign languages. He that, only knows English. That ignorant fuck. Yeah. <laughs> Super out of touch with other countries looking at us. How hard is it to learn a new language at our age? Mm. Obviously, the, the difficulty increases, but I, I think it depends on what language you're learning. Because Spanish, I think you could pick up relatively easily. But like a, a romance language like French is way more difficult. And the hardest difficulty is Mandarin. Yeah. I would say. Mandarin is like, you, it, I could never touch it. Learning to speak the language is not the issue. It's getting to a point where you're like fluid and yeah. can get yourself not around. Not an elementary speaker. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Even like the Spanish you learned in high school is so rudimentary. Like, I don't think at our age we could get to a point in a language where we could get hired for knowing that language. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> When you like put like uh, on applications, it asks if you know if you're like um, bilingual. You just have a little asterisk next to it. It's like, well, I took like three years in high school, so I could talk to a fifth grader in Mexico. I could talk to specifically the Spanish textbook. <laughs> Puedo ir al baño, por favor. <laughs> we don't have Brandon's wheel because, like, I know I'm like hosting technically, so I'm supposed to come up with other topics. And I uh, can't think of any at the moment. So I mean, Bill Gates more. What is a hobby that you guys either have or don't talk about? Maybe like a small habit. Like, like do you eat ice cream every week but don't really tell anyone while you watch shows? Hmm. Like, what's something small that you do that you don't really tell anyone? I mean, I do yoga every week, but I feel like I tell enough people that where that's not like a yeah, You may have not talked about that here, though. Why that's did, true. Why did you start yoga? So two years ago is when I started like wanting to get in better shape and working out. Mm -hmm. And at the time I lived with uh, these two roommates and one of them worked out quite regularly and they had the P90X like DVD set, (laughs) you know, and they're all, I I would call them sort of like hippies, you know, smoked weed like five times a day. Um, had all these like plants and everything in their room. Yeah. Super, like I love them so much. They're such nice people. And when I started working out, like I was not flexible at all. Like I still have trouble like touching my toes. Mm-hmm. Um, but he was like, well, you should try to get into yoga. Like it de-stresses you, you know, it's just like a good workout. People don't think it's that hard, but it's really fucking hard, you know? And so we started doing it just every Wednesday kind of just like a routine, something to bond over, you know? And so when the lease was up and we moved out, um, it sounds kind of weird and like, I've never told him this, but like part of the reason why I do it is because it's a good workout, but like part of it still makes me feel like I live with him, you know? Mm-hmm. And he was just such a cool guy that like, I don't know. Oh, so it's like a, a, a way to look back almost. Kind of like a, yeah, like a sentimental kind of okay. thing. That's interesting. 
Uh, J-Dog, your turn. Think of something as soft and sentimental as that. <laughs> well, okay, so, um, you know how, like, you'll be sitting there late at night and you just, like, get, like, deep in your thoughts or mm-hmm. whatever? So, I have this thing where, like, y'all know the Atterbury building mm-hmm. downtown? Yeah. It's just, like, a... What is that? What is Was it like a water? It's a shutdown factory. It is just a shutdown factory. So I like to go up to like that, you know, that really like tall point yeah. in the building. I like to get up there, uh, turn the light on. So like I'm silhouetted into one of the windows and just stare over Wichita Falls and go, I am the night. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> is that a true story? Not at all. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I, was, no, no, I caught on to him because I've scouted Atterbury. And it's the hardest place to break into in this town. Oh, really? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> was, so J Dog was like, "Yeah, I got up to the top." I was like, "How the fuck do you do that?" If, if Batman, if Wichita Falls needed a Batman, I'd pick the Atterbury Building to have my Batman. <laughs> Dude, you had me. I I totally believed you. <laughs> no, I don't really have anything. I don't think. <laughs> well, is there just like there's got to be something that you, maybe I mean it's hard to like. There's a lot of habits that you have that you don't even notice yeah, until someone's like, "Why do you do this?" Like, hmm. Oh, no. Really notice. So, um, do you have something? Do I have something? Yeah. Well, I've, uh, uh, I don't really talk about abandoned places as much. Yeah, that's true. I, yeah. I, I guess mine would be abandoned places. Like I used to run with the crew, um, and we would travel and explore abandoned places and, um, super legal, fun, talk to the owner before hand manners every time every and time we, yeah we've never had any sort of legal trouble and we've never ran away from anyone ever <laughs> just to be clear just have to say that yeah, yeah. <laughs> 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 um, no but it's it's um i've also trying not to self-incriminate me (laughs) everything i say is gonna be like yeah we could arrest him now that's everything we do but uh Uh, this this podcast is pure satire you know nothing's true everybody's joking here yeah but i used to train hop i i used to like i have ever since i was little i've always liked trains because uh i like trains yeah 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 yeah. (laughs) whenever i tell people that it's the first thing they say every goddamn time (laughs) when i was really young um it was it was a pretty you know chaotic life setting, but like every night, no matter what, there was always a train running through my small town, um, and so it was like a it was a little like piece that, and so every time I hear a train, there's like a lot of sentiment to it, probably the same sentiment that you feel when you do yoga. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, train hopping, uh, very exploratory, very building climbing stunts, things like that. Um, in high school, the only thing I was ever really known for was climbing the high school. Mm. Um, climbing buildings is fun yeah yeah um, which is why I'm really excited to take you guys out to what I call the tower um, which is a restaurant yeah not not an abandoned place um, and we'll have no legal troubles whatsoever okay <laughs> <laughs> yeah but I guess I guess it's a, a little a little small thing about me is abandoned places like I genuinely have spent a lot of time and probably will continue to spend a lot of time in and exploring and scouting abandoned places that's dope. That's super cool. Yeah. That is super cool. I used to do origami a lot. I haven't done it much recently, though. I suck at origami. I think they tried to teach me in, like, seventh grade. 
And I just, I was like, fuck this. <laughs> <laughs> I, took, I was in a, a gifted and talented program. Back Ooh, in nerd. Yeah. <laughs> so I got every, every week we got to go to another school and, uh, you, it was basically just like high school elective classes, but even more dumbed down. So I took an entire class off of just origami. So we would get there, spend like two hours a day folding paper. What the fuck? And, and I, <laughs> Our I tax got, dollars went to that? <laughs> I got so into it. Hey, but I was still like top performing student. So... You Do you know, think the I origami helped it. you get there? No. <laughs> I think the origami helped me like keep peace of mind. I mean, that's a good creative outlet, you know. What's, uh, what's like, the most complex thing that you did? I've done so much. I've done so many folds. I, I mean, like, probably any sort of animal. Do you think that you could still do one? Do you still have that memory, muscle memory formed? No. I, I never had a muscle memory for it. I always folded with a book or instructions. Oh, you know what's okay. sad? Like, you did origami, and I still have trouble like making a paper football or a like, paper airplane. Yeah, I dude, suck at that. I win all paper airplane competitions. <clears throat> that gifted and talented program. I took a class strictly on paper airplanes <laughs> too. This is all real shit. Like I know I lied a minute ago. This is all real shit. What school is this? This, this was back in Oklahoma. Ah, before I made it. Uh, makes sense. That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't get. In the, they didn't put me yeah. in the GT program when I got to Texas. Damn. Higher standards, I guess. <laughs> they probably didn't expect anyone to be able to reach Less the GT program. <laughs> <laughs> What'd you say? <laughs> I said they probably didn't expect anyone to ever reach the GT program. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so they didn't ever implement it. I heard here it's a little different. It kind of feels like it's meant more for uh, special needs students, the GT program, as opposed to uh, the academically inclined. Well, I mean, I actually, in one of my, uh, you know, I'm an expert in education, you know, because yeah. I went to college, but um, in one of my education classes, it actually talks about how um, students that you don't think about that actually require um, more like interaction and more attention are like gifted and talented students because sometimes they can be like um, discriminated against or ostracized because like either because of jealousy from like the other students or just because they have a harder time. Usually people who are smarter, I say usually, like sometimes when people have like, they're much more intelligent, they have a really hard time socializing with other people. Mm -hmm. And so that kind of makes sense that they would be kind of like an overlap between the two. Not saying that like people in GT are like special needs, but. Staying into the basics of how school functions. Um, I think we may have touched on this. I don't remember, but it's like, the way school is with the bell in, bell out, everybody, 30 people in one room type of deal, it's very like factory based. Oh, yes. Um, that way when you graduate, you go straight to a factory and you, you just fit in because you already know how it is because school. Mm -hmm. And the only issue with that is, is like you mentioned, people that, like Albert Einstein, um, if I remember this right, I don't want to talk if I don't know, so I'm going to look it up and make sure. But Einstein literally couldn't learn school. Like he dropped out like in middle school or earlier because a, like the teacher just, just hated him because he couldn't catch up with him when really he was just so far ahead that you know the school wasn't able to keep up with him unironically um so that's something I, i'm i'm predicting there has to be some sort of school reform in the next five years or so um because this the cookie cutter way that it's happening now especially with covid now that online schooling is much more like um uh, 
what, what would you say, like accepted, then I, I really think yeah. that reform is going to be coming soon. Um, same with prison. Prison reform. Oh, yes. Prison oh. reform has to come soon. Have y'all seen the stuff about like uh, inmates are getting more uh, cell phones into the prisons yeah. and they're all like making TikToks? TikToks, yeah. yeah. <laughs> There's like the prison side of TikTok. But it's like, yeah. it's showing you, they're showing you really what the prisons are actually looking like inside yeah. and how they're trying to keep sanity into this. Because some of these people are there for what seems like minor things compared mm-hmm. to like their cellmate even. Yeah. yeah. And it's you have to go through that because you like didn't pay for a parking ticket or something. Yeah. I didn't look up uh, like, I'm, you know, vice vice is mm-hmm. huge, like news outlet, yeah. whatever. I, I don't, I'm not the biggest fan of some of what they do, but they did. I believe it was them that did something in Finland. Um, Finland. Finland. <laughs> <laughs> Freaking, I love Patrick. Did I always revert to Patrick after they can do too hard? Yeah, yeah. So fin- Finland is considered like the happiest country. Mm-hmm. And they have 3,000 quote-unquote prisoners. But they do a system very openly like open prisons. Where you go out and get a job, get an education. You still live your life. But your home address is the prison. Um, and it's, it's a very, very like non-vengeful way because they're still citizens they still like entrepreneurs you know learning coding and things like that um whereas here in the u.s if if you go to prison for 10 years you're you're done you're doing nothing not only is that 10 years of your life but once you get out you're not going to get a good job anywhere yeah you have that record so i mean like it's i hate that i'm actually really really scared of like that happening like if i fuck up in, in one of my semantics mm-hmm. and go to prison and get on a record once i get out even if it's for like a year mm-hmm. i'm never that'll gonna be get on your record a corporate yeah. position you know just because of that record exactly that's uh, why oh sorry yeah no that's that's pretty much it i say that's why i like how like you said like finland yeah. a lot of countries in like scandinavia their prisons the program is based more around rehabilitation yes. instead of punishment. Exactly. You know? I was trying to think of that word and I could never think of that word. But thank you for saying rehabilitation. Yeah. There is zero good rehabilitation in the U.S. prison system right now. I'm talking as if I'm an expert. I'm just a 20-year-old douche. No. But I mean... That's yeah. the one thing America doesn't get is rehabilitation uh, yeah. just across the board. Yeah, people would rather have like revenge. Yeah, um, absolutely. Mm-hmm. From Twitter to being actual prison to, you know, government, it's all, it's all vinge. It's all. I mean, that's why we still have capital punishment, which is dumb in my opinion. (laughs) I I just think I haven't done enough research into, into that. It costs more money to kill somebody. Um, it, it costs more money to kill someone. Yeah. Cause like you can't just shoot them. Like that's like, they determine that to be like inhumane. Um, yeah, but I was under the, like, how does it cost more money if they're going to be in prison for the rest of their lives? Because like, it doesn't really, the, the price that it takes to like make that like, uh, like chemical or whatever and like the stuff that goes into it. Um, and like the, like there's resources that you have to do to make sure they do get the death penalty Mm -hmm. takes more. It's cost more than it would just leave them in cell for the rest of their lives. That's interesting. I feel like that's. You, was, you would think it'd be the I other way. Think yeah. It's the other way. But if that is true, then first off, that's stupid. Yeah. It's very, that needs to be like re-looked at. And like most, <laughs> most families who like 
had one of their family members as a victim of like a murder yeah after like the person is killed um like like on death row they don't feel any better like they they're always like i i still feel the same you know that's a human life that's lost and there have been cases um a lot of cases to where people have been put on death row and killed only to find out later that they were innocent. Yeah, that's why now if you're put on death row, you could be put on death row for years. Yeah. And not and not know whether or not you're even gonna end up. Yeah. Being yeah. Killed. So I just, I think even if someone did do something fucked up, I think it's more of a penalty to make them live the most boring, mundane life, stuck in a cell, and then um, they're gonna die a boring life anyway instead of just being killed and not having to deal with any of the repercussions afterwards that's why people kill themselves after they do like a school shooting so they don't have to deal with the prison system or anything like that yeah Yeah. that's super interesting so that's just my take on it and that's our political podcast (laughs) (laughs) Uh, there's something else I was going to say about prison well if you can't think of it J-Dog I don't think you've ever actually come up with a topic no, nah, you did on last, last episode, episode, but oh, we didn't record like, oh, <laughs> the one that got joints. <clears throat> so, do you have a? Do you have anything on your mind? Never. Or is there like <laughs> one of the three topics that you had last week? Yeah. Oh, I should still have that. I can pull that up and see what it was. I don't even remember what those topics were. Oh, can we touch back on the fighting animals thing? Yes. yes. From episode four, <laughs> the throw-up episode, the drinking too much tequila episode. We touched very heavily on a topic of fighting animals. Fist fighting in a field, that's it. Could you beat the animal? <sighs> What's the biggest animal? What's the biggest animal you could yeah. beat? I've thought about it. I think I could take on a kangaroo. You think so? You really I think, think so. so. <laughs> because kangaroo has two main attacks. They lean back on their feet, they lean back on their tail and they kick and then they punch. So if you get really close to them, same with boxing. That's why you see boxers like get real close. So you can't punch, right? So Mm -hmm. you have to charge them at least from the side or from something to get real close to them. And then they can't wrap their neck. They can't wrap their hands around you, but you can wrap your hands around them. Especially if you get behind, kangaroos can't jump backwards. So Mm -hmm. really it's just a chokehold from that position. It'd be really fucking painful, I'm sure. But I think if you get a kangaroo in a chokehold, it's done. I mean, I know Darren, because he listened to that episode, yeah. and we all shit on Matt for his opinion, <laughs> but Darren actually said he, like, watched this, uh, I want to say documentary, but this, like, informational video yeah. about how it's not as impossible as you think, yeah. you know? Right. Like, obviously, it's not going to be just as easy as sidestepping and then well, being over there, the but... The issue I had was that Matt had... Matt's solution to everything was just which kick is kicking. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, his reasoning wasn't like we'll just kick it. Yeah, it wasn't like well, get behind him and yeah. do this. You know, but he's like just kicking the nuts, dude. Yeah. Like it's an animal, just kick. If it. it's a dog, you just kick it. You know. Yeah. <laughs> All right, but that's that's the that's the issue is we kept going back to kangaroos when there are thousands of other animals Sorry, we could have touched on, <laughs> but we kept going back to kangaroos. Do you think you could beat a koala bear? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Koala bear. That koala- was the answer I gave, actually. Yeah. Yeah. Koala bear, yes. What's the one that are similar to koala bear? What's the what? What's the things that are similar? Why do I keep saying koala bear? They're just koalas, right? Uh, I mean, they're a bear. Yeah. Maybe. What's the thing that's similar to pandas? I think pandas are 
beatable. I, they're super fluffy, and I think it'd be hard <laughs> to kill them, but they couldn't fight back, so eventually you'd kill them, yeah, right? Really, unless you just happen to get Jack Black. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> man, that one shoe finger hold, man. Now let's, let's, think, let's think U.S. animals. Okay. Animals only in the U.S. And you mean, like, obviously, like, not in a zoo. Like, yeah, the ones that, like, like are in the wild animals. here. Well, I could take almost any animal in a zoo. Do you think... <laughs> the, specifically an animal that's lived in a zoo its entire life. Okay. Yeah. Bred into the zoo. Yes. There you go. But <laughs> So you're saying you could beat a tiger? I'm saying I have a better chance against that tiger. Oh, yeah. But, like, a, a significant enough chance that I'd actually go take the fight, you know? You um, take a fight with a... A zoo, no. like, in cages. I would never tiger. hop yeah, in a cage with a tiger. I instincts are much more... Apply, like applicable to animals so like fair point yeah. but like uh, you can't release them from a zoo into the wild because if they run into any animal who's only lived in the wild yeah but if it's a human versus like an animal like that it's is. still yeah we're not from the wild yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um deer do you think you can take on a white tailed deer yeah oh, that's so sad well, but yeah immediate yes yeah i'm not sure I mean, I don't know if... I, I think... They're pretty sturdy. They are. I've, if you ever, like, been close to one, they're just, like, giant, solid meat. If you run into one, it can fuck your car up forever. Yeah. yeah. Like, I mean, my mom's car got totaled because they ran into a deer. Really? Yeah. It fucked her, like, hand up for, like, five years. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So, I mean, I think if, if it's just, like, fist, you don't have any weapon or yeah. anything... Um, I still think so, just because I feel like its methods of attack aren't super. Um, it's not made It'd to attack. Be a very long, fight, you know. But yeah. Eventually, you'd probably win. eventually, it could just be you by outrunning you, I guess. Yeah. But yeah. <laughs> that's, that's that's the only thing I had an issue with the deer was was it trying to like run away or something? Like, am I am I actively trying to get it? Because <laughs> if it runs away, then I'm considering that a victory on my part. But we, if it's like in this, how what are the dimensions of this room? You think? I don't know, like. Eight by twelve. I don't know. If it's like an eight by twelve room, um, then it couldn't run away. I feel like it'd be easier to take on. Yeah. yeah. But with our scenario, we're assigning that it isn't running away. We're assigning that it's attacking you actively. Yeah, I think I could stiff arm a deer, like just a little white tail. <laughs> like, what are you trying to do right now? Like, what 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 are its attacks? Right. Uh, headbutt and kick, I guess, like a horse kick. Yeah, they do that. I mean, I mean, I'm assuming those. I'm pretty sure those things can turn around like on a like on a dime. Yeah, three sixty oh, yeah. on a dime. Yeah. But like, I don't know. I guess if you stay close, if you can like stay close to its side, then you're, I guess you're fine. Um, but still, fun fun times. Does anybody have any other topics? Because I've never talked this long, and I don't like talking. <laughs> let's let's see. <laughs> yeah, didn't what was uh, uh, you had time to look at your topics. I was also talking with you guys. <laughs> I have my topics pulled up. Okay, which one. which one would you talk about the most? Which one do you want to? Because how long have we been recording for? Oh, we're going on like one hour even. So, oh, nice. So we didn't talk about this one, but if uh, if extra lives were a thing, how do you think you'd obtain them <laughs> in real life? Hmm. I think you would have to genuinely kill someone else, like take their time, oh my God. take their time back, absorb their soul. 
Dude, wasn't there like a, a show or something like that where like time is currency? Yeah, it's called uh, In Time. In Time. Oh, yeah. Timberlake. Yeah. Yeah. Someone, someone, was it you guys that recommended that to me? No. No. Someone recommended that to me. It's it's not it's a cool idea, Absolutely. super cool. Yeah. Um, it could have been better, but I enjoyed it when I watched it. I don't, who is the other actor? I just know Justin Timberlake. I can only ever think. I didn't even know he was an actor. I thought he was. Just he's like a, he's the main. Oh, yeah. Um, I think with how the world is, if you had to do a certain act, I think the government would find a way to like make sure that act wasn't done until you paid for it somehow. Oh, of course. So, I think the main thing would just be you'd have to pay for it, which means only the wealthy would probably be able to. Yeah. I mean, if it went like Mario bases and it was a mushroom, they'd be like, oh, well, got to regulate those mushrooms now so people can't go out and just yeah. dive bomb from the Empire State. But like everything else. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like everything else, is going to be a black market as well. I like how we're instantly like creating this scenario. I know. Like, <laughs> we got into the economics of it before we actually answered the question. Yeah. <laughs> well, can you imagine like the mind games that would go with that? Because like imagine you're like holding someone at gunpoint like give me all your money and they're like bitch i got extra lives you won't fucking do it you yeah. know and so then you're like well what's the point but what if they were bluffing and they didn't have any extra lives exactly. yeah or it's like uh you haven't seen anyone use the extra life like you have like a buddy who says they, they've taken it and you're just like, all right, then prove it. And it's yeah. like, <laughs> no. you got to ask them to kill themselves yeah. and waste that extra life. That's, anyway. a, that's a good topic we can switch into. If you could have double the lives, let's say you were going to live a healthy 100 years. Would you double that? Now, healthy is in like, I'm not having to be on like life support. Um, I can move around. Okay. Oh, oh, oh. Well, then well, that says, we'll just say 80. 80 okay. Years. Because I think after 80 is when kind yeah. of that starts to really hit. So we'll say you live 80 years. Would you double that? Or so, or would you... And nobody else can double it. Nobody else can double it. No. I, no, I wouldn't want to. So you would live twice as long, get to experience technology that you never thought possible, but you have to watch everyone die. Probably twice. Exactly, yeah. No, no. I wouldn't take it. I really? would barely take living to 80, though. Yeah. <laughs> I think I would do it. You think you would do it? Yeah. I think just being able to see the world progress. More. That's like the thing I'm most interested in yeah. the world is seeing how we as like humanity, as society have progressed so much and how we continue to like do things, you know. Um, you think and, that curiosity would overtake your yeah. emotions of having to break off of being attached to anyone? Yes, I think so. I think, like, God, it would, seeing, like, um, like, Casey, like, my family, yeah. like, having to experience all of their deaths, but technically there is no guarantee that that won't happen in my 80-year lifetime, yeah. you know? Mm -hmm. um, and so, even though, like, I'll have to experience that, I think just seeing, like, either the hope in humanity or it'd be cool to see the fall of humanity. Like, if the I world collapses in 100 yes. years, I'll be able to see it, you yeah, know? Yeah, exactly. I, there was a comedian that talked about it. I talk about it all the time, but I would love for the end of the world to happen in my lifetime. I think it'd be super interesting just mm -hmm. to, like, know, you know? Yeah. I don't, I don't know. 
I was here. I got to see how it all ended. Yeah. <laughs> you get to you get to have it or hell and you get a t-shirt that said I made it to the end. Yeah. <laughs> the credits roll. It's the apocalypse. So that's a, an astounding no for J-Dog. Why? The, exactly. That not wanting to see my loved ones die. Uh, I couldn't. I couldn't get past the emotional of it. The same point of though, like you said, it, what's it to stop it from happening in that 80 years? Yeah. Base 80 years. That's why I wouldn't want to live to 80 in the first place myself. <laughs> I don't want to wait. I've never, I, where I'm at in my life, I've never uh, witnessed a loved one die. Like yeah. someone who was very much so deep and Dang. affected in my life. Um, so is that like a fear that's festered for you? Oh, very much so. Because it's like inevitable, you know, my dad's pushing 80 yeah. almost now. So I'm like, that's something that's constantly on my mind. It's like, well, I'm going to witness someone die pretty soon. Mm-hmm. Uh, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's all I got. Yeah. yeah, no, death's a weird thing. It's, it's weird to like, because even if you're religious, I still feel like even though like you believe that they're still in heaven or mm-hmm. hopefully in heaven, um, to you, that person no longer exists. Yeah. You know, one second, they're still alive. The very next second, everything's gone, you know? And for someone who is not religious, I find that interesting, but also kind of like terrifying. Cause it's weird for someone who's like depressed, Mm -hmm. who like, spoiler alert, like used to be like suicidal, um, to now like kind of fear death, you know, Mm -hmm. such a weird thing. Um, I have a friend, I'm not going to say his name. We'll call him R and R had his grandpa die. And everyone came to him with, like, extreme sentiments, like, you know, I'll be here for you, it must be hard, whatever. And he he made a post, and he was like, guys, like, I'm not even affected by this. Like, he was close to his grandpa, but he's like, it didn't affect him, because the way he sees the world, it's like, for someone to die, that means they no longer have to live, and that is a blessing in his mind. I see that. Yeah. I get that. I mean, in, like, the, like the Hindu belief... Like, they say not to be sad about someone's death because mm-hmm. that's just uh, the beginning of a new life for them. I feel like you Brandon know? would have a much different perspective than us. See, the thing I've always been told, too, is, like, if someone was, especially if someone was taken young, uh, from, uh, I guess this idea comes from a Christian standpoint, but it's like, it, they did what they needed to. They touched the hearts of people they needed to touch. They did what they needed to do on the planet, so it's time for them to go. So like I I can look at death as, I can look at death for others as, uh, at, look like that. Uh, mm-hmm. Keep a positive mind about it, but it's the fact that I I depend on so much of my loved ones. Like, I guess almost to a point, it's like selfish. You could take it as selfish. Absolutely. But like I don't I don't think I could make it without the people that are close to me. You know. I think that's kind of what living's about is like yeah. connecting with people and you know it's mm-hmm. if you don't have those connections it's a lonely life you I'm, know yeah, I'm, i personally am still trying to like learn that like i know that is like the key to life is to live in the moment and connect with people but i am naturally an extremely like dissociative person mm-hmm. connecting to people is something i struggle with very heavily so i i used to i used to um lament the fact that i didn't have like a friend group yeah. like you i remember like in junior high and high school you would see like this group of like seven or eight people who like always hung out 
they did everything together and i would always be jealous because i was like damn i wish i had something like that and i would always want to be friends with everybody but like now i've kind of realized that like i have i'd say like three to five maybe a little bit more people who mean so much to me that i don't care if all those other people care about me because mm-hmm. i have the important people that i need in my life you know those so relationships with people that yeah those relationships yeah. to me are fulfilling to where i don't need the acceptance from other people That's you know but but obviously you're still a very sociable person yeah yeah, yeah. i'm not like hey fuck everyone else yeah. you know <laughs> but i don't like need that acceptance from all those other people as long as like the people who i care about deeply reciprocate that that's all i need i think i talk more on this podcast than i do anywhere else in my life ever like i leave people in red all the time <laughs> like nice. i'm really bad at talking <laughs> to people but i'm obviously pretty talkative here so I'm, I'm making a mental note of how much i'm talking as i'm talking which is weird mm-hmm. no i get that yeah <laughs> I was a very, I was a social butterfly, as you would call it, back in, like, I'm going to tip out for a second. Okay. I, um, after, after high school, uh, my, like, mindset completely changed. I don't, I don't, I don't care to make connections too much with people who are outside of my circle. You know, if someone brings someone in, I'm open arms. But I don't, I'm not actively searching for new people anymore, which is why, kind of why I want to take the move so mm-hmm. I can force myself to make new friends. Yeah. So I can force myself to have new experiences. I mean, it can be hard to um, find, like, when someone who you're like, oh, they're pretty cool, you know, mm-hmm. I could see us being friends, but actually making that step to be their friend, to like, ask them to hang out to like you know talk to them every day um it's hard to it's weird but it's like kind of putting yourself out there you know being being vulnerable enough to be like hey i think you're cool please you know like (laughs) yeah exactly because that can kind of like the the fear of um like rejection not just like you, you hear that a lot in like when you have a crush on someone but just even like I think like being rejected by somebody to be your friend can hurt just as much, you know, um, because you're putting, um, so much into like a friendship. I think sometimes friendships can be even more intimate than a relationship because there's no, there's nothing keeping you guys together besides enjoying each other's company and the agreement to keep going. Whereas in like relationships, there's like physical attraction, like there's love and there's love between friends, but it's a different form of love. But with like friends, it's purely just because of the respect and the care that you have for each other. Oh yeah, for sure. And that's why, oh, sorry, go ahead, John. Oh no, 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 I, sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. I, as I was leaving, I heard you mention that you're going to Washington. Um, is it is your girlfriend's coming with you? I assume. Yes. Oh, that's good. So she's like accepting of it already. Oh yeah. Good. Very much so. And so you, uh, from what I picked up, you said that you were going because you wanted to like kind of make a new world for yourself. But yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's exactly it. Uh, uh, I guess that's all. Is that? <laughs> that's, that's the end of that. that. A lot of that comes from the fact that I did move around a, a bunch as a kid, yeah. and the fact that I've been in uh, Wichita Falls now for. 11 12 years this feels so foreign to me 
I don't know what you're supposed to do when you've been in a town for this long and you like can't walk into any store without knowing someone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it, it this bothers me. Yeah. I don't know. I just I need new experiences. I need new people. I need a new environment. Absolutely. Whenever uh, Casey and I go somewhere in public, I almost always see somebody that I know. Mm-hmm. And Casey always remarks saying how, wow, how do you, like, you know, every single person in this town, you know, and obviously I don't, there's like a hundred thousand people that live here. But the fact that, like you said, no matter where you go, you're almost like, it's likely that you're going to see somebody that you do know, Mm -hmm. um, which isn't like a bad thing, but, um, I'm honestly kind of jealous that you get a move because I've been stuck here for my entire life, you know, why Why haven't you, um, family relationships um and now school uh family's not the picture anymore because they live elsewhere mm-hmm. um the relationship that i am now she is more than willing to move wherever uh-huh. so at the time it's just we both go to miss you right now once we both graduate we have both talked about moving yeah. somewhere else uh, you know follow me do you have a do you, do you have a general <laughs> idea of where besides washington so her and i've talked about it she really likes the idea of Vermont. Um, I love Vermont. Yeah. Um, Bernie Sanders, you know. Um, there's also Washington State and yeah. Oregon. Both of those seem amazing. Those are my top two choices. A lot of people say Oregon. When yeah. Asking that question. People love states. Oregon. Yeah. I don't know why. Colorado, obviously. A lot of people also Colorado say Colorado. Too. Why is everyone obsessed with Colorado? I don't know. One of the first states you can smoke weed, I guess. <laughs> that uh, was uh, my first school choice was the University of Denver. Yeah. Nothing fell, everything fell through on that, though. Actually, but my number one choice, I would say, is Florida. You know? <laughs> but yeah, so we're... we're We've, we're, I, I get excited just talking about leaving Wichita Falls. Yeah. You know, not that it's like the worst place. There's way worse places that you could live. Yeah, but It's extremely mundane here. Yes. Wichita Falls, I've had it described to me as a sinkhole. If you don't get out, you probably won't. Mm-hmm. And then most people end up coming back anyway. Yeah, it's uh, anyone I talk to that's lived here for a long time and like seeing people come and just get stuck here, that's it. They just get stuck and mm-hmm. they just kind of accept being stuck and um obviously it's my first year here uh meeting you guys and that's all i need i'm leaving (laughs) (laughs) it's a very easy town to just feel content in yeah and it's cheap so it's hard to like rationalize moving somewhere because you're like Mm -hmm. i could afford to live here easily yeah you know um but the only sad thing is i think about it i've already spent like statistically probably a third of my life in this town you know, if I live to be 72, uh, even 75, it's around like one third of my life. Mm-hmm. So I don't want to spend the next third here. Absolutely. You know, that's, well, I, that's how I feel. A small topic is I think that the average rate of, I worded that wrong, but like the average rate of the age of which people die, you know, 70s, 80s or 80s and 90s, I feel like it's going to grow. Oh yeah, I, I mean, yeah, get past the one hundred average mark. Well, yeah, more, more people are getting past a hundred, yeah. uh, you know, all the time now. I, I remember when I was young, um, I used to be Christian, and there's, I think his name is Methuselah. Mm-hmm. Um, 
in the Bible. He was the oldest person to have ever like lived. He was 969 years old. Yeah. And when, and <laughs> when I was young, I remember telling my dad, like, I'm going to be older than him. Yeah. I'm going to live to be the oldest person who ever lived. And like, I think about that now. And obviously they probably aged slower back then. But like, can you imagine if I did live to be older than him, but I still aged at like the rate of like a normal human. Yeah. So after 80, the next like 900 years are just pure misery. Yeah, you can't, like if your body gave out at 80, like <laughs> you just, you're the, you're uh, the character from SpongeBob is like chocolate. Oh yeah, that was, <laughs> why are they selling? <laughs> Always hated it. <laughs> you just roll around in the wheelchair like that because you, what else do you have but wisdom now? After year like 150, I'm still technically alive, but I'm just like in a vegetative state for the next 700 years. You only talk when uh, they, when the world needs you most. <laughs> I wonder like technically if you were put in like cryogenic sleep and they, they've done that and they actually found a way to wake you back up because they don't know how to do that yet. Um, how would you count your age? Like, let's say you were asleep for five years when you're 25. So technically you've been alive for 30, but your body is still in that 25 year old form. Are you 25 or are you 30? I say, I say you give like, it's kind of like you paused. So you would give your age and then also state, this is how long. That's what, I, that's what I was saying. It would be like 25 and then like in small numbers beside it, how many years you've been at I feel like it'd be really easy to forget how old you are yeah. because when you looked at your birthday, it'd say like 70 something years and you'd have to count how many days you're in like cryogenic sleep and subtract that number. Your birthday would change. Yeah. Every single time. Um, do you guys actually know? Um, so like obviously everyone's heard of like the theory of relativity. Um, but if Wait, you remind me, so it's just like, um, the, I'll give it in this example. Like if you had a pair of twins who were born at the exact same second, mm -hmm. which doesn't happen, you know, it's usually like minutes apart, but if they were born at the same time and you had one twin that lived like, like just like where we live, you know, but then you had another twin that lived his entire life in like an airplane, mm -hmm. um, flying at like, um, I don't know, like 10,000 feet, more than that, but like pretty high up in the air, mm -hmm. lived his entire life. And so it moved at a faster rate than the twin on the ground in like however many years the twin on the plane would actually be like a second or two younger than the mm -hmm. twin on the ground because time moved slower for it up there than it did on the ground. Interesting. I've heard of that. It's like a, if you spend time on the uh, space stations, Mm -hmm. you're uh subtract you're is it subtracting you're subtracting you're either subtracting or adding years the longer you stay up there mm -hmm. but like it, it's clearly affecting your age it has to do with like gravity and yeah. velocity and stuff like that kind of like i'm not stuff sure i don't understand exactly yeah. like you know have you guys seen interstellar yeah so it's not the same thing but remember when they go to that planet and for every like hour they're on there, it's like seven, seven years, years, you know? So it's that same sort of idea, you know? Time is different relative to where you are. Well, like if we colonized Mars, we'd have to completely reassess how we exactly. talk yeah. about space. And then... That's crazy that just time is different. Yeah. Like, that I can't 
it's so cool yeah it's honestly insane like i still even giving that example i'm like how the fuck does that work you know time is not stagnant depending on where you are i I can't understand that relative and i stand by that so fucking hard time really time means nothing time is a social construct fixed by humans so we all can react interact with each other in reasonable hours or reasonable moments of the day it's crazy shit Time really means nothing unless you're talking about a paycheck. Whenever you first started this topic, I thought you were going to go towards like a, a nature versus nurture conversation. Uh, oh, I mean, that's also a super also interesting. Also a super interesting conversation. I love talking about that. But do you, what's your opinion about it? Oh, uh, <laughs> something. Okay. I, I think that I really am trying to take my time to form a sentence here. But basically, if you were born a material, let's say that you are, you and I were born of different materials, but as we grow, different things are done to the materials, like born, like boiled or beaten or whatever. So at the end of it, we're still that material, but we're shaped by age. Mm-hmm. Super, um, that's, that's a weird metaphor to give, but... I think that serial killers, like people that have that abstract sense of reality that, that the average person doesn't have, I think they're almost born with that. Yeah. However, I do think that if they were nurtured in a correct manner, they could have been in business or, you know, whatever calling would and what Yeah, whatever mind. disorder yeah. they had could be nurtured to. Yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly. Super interesting topic. J-Dog? <laughs> I'm gonna be honest with y'all, I spaced hard. Yeah, <laughs> that's a really hard topic to really talk about because it's mostly opinionated. Yeah, there's, I mean, that's why it's a debate because nobody knows. Yeah, I, I think it leans more on. Um, see, as soon as I started that sentence, yeah. my mind changed between the two. <laughs> uh, obviously, it's a mix of both, but I think like nature plays such a big role because, like, um, I mean, we kind of, I kind of mentioned it briefly like earlier about like you know i i have depression you know Mm -hmm. and anxiety and that plays a significant role um just in how it affects my mood every day and how i act to certain things Yeah. yeah so that is um like integral to like who i am Mm -hmm. but at the same time like how you're raised what your parents believe how they treated you you know all the psychology that goes behind that has also proven that it plays a very significant role in what kind of person you are later like who you surround yourself with um those kind of instances it's 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 hard to pinpoint what percentage is which but i would lean more towards nature nature what exactly is the debate because y'all just keep all i got is nature versus nurture so and in general idea you are born with genetics you are born with the mind you're born with you know how you're going to be and the idea is the look at the person you are right now how you are how you think what you do every day is it how you were raised that made you who you are or is it genetics that kind of set you to be that person mm. really really opinionated and really hard to get a good answer in i, I do see that um I think it just depends on the what what the discussion is really. Yeah. Uh, 
Like it, it, it's all nurture if you can think back to a moment that helps you figure out the solution, you know? Absolutely. But then it's, it's anything past that is nature. Yeah. It's just how you, how you would respond to something you've never been faced with before. Yeah, I think nature-wise, for example, you would never be an executive, right? That's not yeah. that sort of like driven, like super hard, like I have to wake up at 5 a.m. And, and really go at it every day. Oh, yeah. That just doesn't interest you. Yeah. In the same way that I think nature for me is like, my dissociative kind of hard to connect with people mentality. Yeah, but that, um, that's like what Elijah was saying. Don't you think some of how you were nurtured affected that? Affected that yeah, mindset. Absolutely. Exactly. Absolutely. So really I don't think that I don't think you can pick one side. It does without sounding ignorant. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> it's just a, it's a, a mixed bag. Yeah, it's a mixed bag. Uh, the percentages are entirely based on the situation. But, like, no one can give you what those percentages are of each. You can't make a decision without dipping into both sides. Uh, welcome back, Elijah. Hello. Uh, I explained it to J-Dog, and he gave the same exact answer we did. Hey. <laughs> I, was, I was 100% zoned out for most of that conversation. Yeah. It, was, it was a nerdy topic. So, <laughs> which would you say has even, like, a slightly more uh, effect? Nurture. Okay. Yeah. Uh, how I was raised, how I was brought up, affects my decision-making more to this day than uh just how i naturally react to things so then how would like uh, I'm, I'm just playing devil's advocate here like with twins identical mm-hmm. twins genetically the same typically there's a lot of similarities but they're both have their own like distinct personalities mm-hmm. how would you explain that uh how that was how their nature affected their nurture well i think there's a science we still don't understand and maybe like, even though they're twins physically, they may not be... The mind, we understand zero about how the brain works, oh, yeah. still. Like, if you start researching about, like, brain parts and, like, how they work, we have no clue. <laughs> what does the amygdala do? Yeah. Who like, knows? <laughs> um, I remember reading a thing about it, like, sedatives, right? Things that make you go under. We don't exactly know how that works, but mm-hmm. we use it every day. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, it... But it's weird to say that we don't know. It just works. Like I, that blows my mind. But we live in a, we, the, the era that we are born into mm-hmm. is a lot of just trusting people who know more than you. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. <laughs> That's it. I think we're on the verge of really. I don't know. Discuss, like I want to know the truth. You know. Yeah. Like what's out there, or like how? Why are we here? You can't handle the truth. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe not, but still be good to know. Do you guys believe in aliens? Yes. Okay. Not. Don't ask me to get any more specific than that. I believe <laughs> yeah. there's something out there. I don't think Hollywood's gotten it right yet. Yeah. No. I, it could be like microbes, like yeah, you know, how we were billions of years ago. I but, mean, did you guys? Uh, it was probably a year ago. Did you guys see that they like NASA found like water uh, on Mars? Yes. Yeah. 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 That's insane. Well, didn't they also? I. Th- this was something I heard a long time ago. Didn't they find some sort of, like, marine-esque life in the rings of one of the planets? I do not know about that. No, I have no idea. Like, the rings are mostly frozen, right? Mm -hmm. On all of them. But, like, if they they got... I don't know how they got close enough, because we can't can't travel to most of these planets anyway yet. But they were just able to realize that there's, like, this fish-like creature that exists in one of the rings. Hmm. Saturn. Probably Saturn. I mean... 
I know that uh, I'm not sure if it's, uh, it's either Uranus, Neptune, or Saturn, but one of their moons, Europa, um, has been speculated or has been proven to have like frozen lakes or something like that on there. Mm-hmm. Which just like if there's water, then that has like the elements for life, you know. But that's also just our understanding of life, our carbon-based life. Yeah, we'll see. But I I talked to. Um, christian who majored in biology and i I asked him i was like in your limited opinion um why is it harder to like couldn't a creature on another planet not need oxygen not need like why do they only look for certain elements when it comes to carbon the only like we're carbon based yeah why why is that the only option yeah yeah and he gave i can't like i'm probably gonna butcher it but his explanation of it was these elements um when you look at like all life on earth and um all the elements in the universe that they've like found most of those elements have been like nitrogen um hydrogen um carbon you know stuff like that and so where they find higher concentrations of those elements is where they're looking primarily because that's what they believe is most likely to create life not that something else couldn't create life but that might be um something that we wouldn't recognize as life even if it was you know and then it's what's what's to what like what's your definition of a life right exactly it's like the stars and they're in their own ways they're a living ecosystem you know isn't it crazy that the same atoms that comprise us also comprise like the sun and everything conservation of energy buddy makes it easy when the world all works off the same elements yeah it's just insane to like think that we are made of the same materials that's like makes up everything in outer space yeah and then there's gonna be shit later on that's made out of the materials we use yeah we borrowed that's like someone um one of my friends told me this was years ago but she believed that she believed in reincarnation but not in like the sense that you come back as like another life but that when you die your energy just gets transferred into other things that were coming into life as you died you know Mm -hmm. so like your soul goes into those different things so like you're not so much like you have a soul as just you have life force that's just transferred from living being to another living being which I think is a super cool theory. Who knows if it's practical, but nobody knows. <laughs> but, you know, I, I, I believe there's aliens, um, which is funny because like when I was a freshman in high school, um, my biology teacher, Mr. Novak, do you have him? No, I did not. Um, he, really nice guy. Uh, we all clowned on him, which I feel bad for because I remember he told our entire class, we were talking about life and he mentioned like aliens and this is whenever we were ignorant teenagers and he's like yeah you know i like i believe in aliens there's definitely some form of life out there and us being stupid we're like mr novak believes in aliens man what an idiot you know we all laughed you know which is really shitty because now that i think about it like he was definitely right you know like the chances of there not being anything out there are so slim Mm -hmm. with how vast the universe is there has to be something out there for sure. There's no way just this planet created life, you know? Yeah. There's no way. 
If that's I can't be like a fucking small side project for this guy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love that song so much. That was a really good callback. <laughs> um, I've been looking up like fun facts about Bill Gates. <laughs> Here we are talking about the universe, and he's like, "Oh, I wonder what Bill Gates is up to." Yeah, Bill Gates is my universe. <laughs> he's so boring. <laughs> oh my god, he's like the epitome of just the average rich person. Damn. I, I can't find anything interesting on this dude. J Dog, come up with one random false fact about Bill Gates. Bill Gates um, can't stand Easy Mac. <laughs> Is it too cheap for him? He's, uh, it's too childish for him. <laughs> he has to have those spirals. Do you guys ever have like that? I'm oh. not sure if it's called like cone mac and cheese or something. You know what I'm talking oh, about? Like the conch shell sort of things. You know what I'm talking about like the fancy. I'm talking about just, she- just shells. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Those were even if they taste the same, just in my mind, were just so much better than just Easy Mac. It's the texture of it, man. It's the, the the way you do your pasta dough makes a big difference in how the pasta comes out later. Bill Gates' kids will only get a fraction of his wealth. Good. Right. Yeah, the father has a net worth of eighty-one point one billion. Damn. It's crazy. That's more than I thought it would be. Yeah. Is that Each, before the divorce? That's I think this is pre-divorce. Okay. So he's you know, he's probably chilling in the forties. Still. Yeah. But who I don't know how how did how did that divorce play out? Do you know? I don't know yet. Uh, we'll look that but, up. But well, minute. this is pre divorce, so still this is keep pre-divorce. going. Um each of his children will only get ten million. Only. Only they're still sad. I don't know. They don't have to do anything. They could seriously just invest half of that in like some safe stock and then that makes enough money per year that they don't even have to work. Mm. <laughs> you don't you don't think so? No, I mean, well, I'm I'm just uh I a hate little that I agree with you. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> He's you're right and that's salty because they were born and they're like, "Well, my life's easy and set for me." And it's like, "Well, <laughs> the rest of us have to yeah, work just to slave to society." Yeah. Yeah, really can't get upset about the accident of birth, though. <laughs> no one asked to be brought into this world. Oh, that's a good question. If you could flip a coin, or no, 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 I take that back. If you could be reborn randomly, it does not have to be like anywhere on the world, in any family, any race, any anything. Would you re-roll that dice? Time is considered into this. Um, no, we're going to say it was the same year. So, okay. Okay, that makes a difference. Hmm. See? You'd say no? I'd say no. You think you're content with how you were born? I'm, I'm afraid of what's worse. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I'm afraid of what's worse. See, well, for me, I would, I would want to say yes, Mm -hmm. because I feel like if I could not have like the life where i did like fucked up things and like you yeah. know like take all those things back absolutely i would want to but i feel like every person does like bad things you know um and so what there's no guarantee that in this next life i'm not a worse person yeah um and i would say i'm like the very bottom of middle class you know mm-hmm. so i wouldn't want to take the chance to be in yeah, like lower I, class. I feel like the chances of you being born into like 
middle or high class is harder like less likely than being born in like lower class yeah Yeah. so i i'd probably say no okay there's a reason why they call the upper class one percent the one percent exactly yeah that's now now that's a one percent chance you got (laughs) yeah (laughs) i would probably say no like i've done a lot of like you said regretful things and i've experienced a lot of not happy good good things but at the same time like those experiences have like kind of formed my mind to see the world the way I see it. And I would be hesitant to give that up. But then again, ignorance is bliss. Mm-hmm. So if I was born into a life where I didn't have to learn all of the things that I know now, mm-hmm. then I would probably be a happier person. Like like a live in the moment, you know, everything is if you the roses. If we lived in the matrix, would you want to know? Yeah. You would? Yeah. Well, uh, mm. if there's nothing you could do about your situation. Okay. I got to think about that. Yeah. It wouldn't bother me because I, I'm already a, a pretty like dissociative person. So like it wouldn't really affect how I see the world already. Mm. I think it would be nice to not know Yeah, because you're like, yeah, this is my life, you know, whatever. Um, but I think I would want to know just because in my opinion, I kind of disagree with like the ignorance is bliss kind of thing. I think even if the truth sucks, people deserve to hear it. Um, and I don't, I don't think it's fair to take that knowledge away from people. I can mostly agree with you. I, see, I definitely see where you're coming from, but there are some things that are like, there's some knowledge that even I know now that I'm like, I kind of wish I didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's like exceptions, of course, but I think in general, it's better to know something than to just be ignorant of it. So isn't a question in the same vein of want to know if you lived in the Matrix would be like, would you want to know if God existed? Wouldn't that basically be a similar question? Yeah, I, I would want to know if God existed. The creator was around. That would that would solve so many problems, so many debates too. I mean, if everyone knew that like God was real, they're like, all right, well, this is the right one. That would imagine if you were religious though, and you've been like, you're like 70, 80 years old. Mm-hmm. You've been practicing this one religion your entire life only to find out that like the yeah. other religion was right. Well, that's also the fucked up thing is like, what if no one's right? There is a God, but no one's right. It's <laughs> just someone that no one ever thought of. Yeah. They just got like it's it, yeah they're, 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 they're this all powerful all knowing being but mm-hmm. they're a dick. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, I believe if God exists, he's probably an asshole. You know, so many things that happen on Earth, it's like, dude, come on, you could have fixed this shit. Yeah. Well, think about okay, if uh, God does exist, he created the universe. Why do you make it so damn big? Yeah, if exactly. He's got a lot of shit on his plate. Like, what about those other? Uh, galaxies that what the fuck's going on over there like maybe that's why earth feels like we're just fucking no god you know he's just off trying to figure out what's going on in i can't think of any other galaxy name other than our own andromeda c37 i don't know (laughs) m m38 yeah there's a lot of just random ones there's like worse shit going on over there so all his focus is over there but you know that also comes back to the he's supposed to be all-knowing all-powerful I mean, in, in like in Genesis, in the Bible, uh, when it talks about the creation of like 
earth and like the universe he seriously takes like five days just creating earth and then one day for creating the rest of the universe like why would he do that that's you, where that's where people get the that's where people use the religion to to write off aliens yeah exactly uh, i met someone back in arkansas who is extremely progressive but also extremely christian and the way that he looked at the world was extremely unique and i obviously like opinions like that so i asked him about the first seven days and he believes we're on day six hmm. he doesn't think that the seven days were literal he thinks that those days were light periods almost, yeah and uh that we're on day six and that day seven being the day of rest may be the end of the world hmm. i mean i know and i forgot what day six was actually let me look that's when man was created man yeah yeah so, yeah Oh damn! So we haven't made it to. I see it now. We haven't yeah. made it to the. Day of I mean, yeah, because Christian, like, he said the way that he makes sense of it is, like, a day could be representative of centuries. It's, you yeah. know. Yeah, that's how we view it as well. Yeah. Because time means nothing to God, right? Time, exactly. God yeah. is time. Yes, he's what's the? It's like omniscient. Oh yeah, that, um, like the, so like his day could be like in interstellar, where one hour was seven years. Yeah. Know? Like, time probably doesn't exist in heaven, you know? Exactly. I mean, if it is eternal, yeah. Yeah, time time means nothing to you now. That is kind of weird. Like, if you think about it, like, if you're in heaven, if time doesn't exist, does it feel like it's ever going, you know? Exactly. That I feel like those, like, those mindsets pretty much, like, get white from you. Yeah. You know? Or I mean, I've you heard like accustomed to it, so you stop thinking about it in terms of time. Yeah, like, once you go to heaven, like, people always say, like, you'll see your grandpa, you'll see blah, blah, blah. But, like, more than likely, you won't. The, it says in the Bible, the only thing that you will know is God, you know? Yeah. So, like, you wouldn't recognize your brother. You wouldn't recognize anybody, you know? I don't think it's a place, necessarily. Like, it's not like it's not like you're going to run into people all the time. Because yeah. maybe it's just a, a place of euphoria. I don't know. I really, I, we're talking about semantics here. I really don't know. Did Y'all remember me talking about the egg theory? Yes. I think that was on an unreleased episode. Yes. Um, but uh, the theory that we're all basically part of God and we're trying to help him figure out how to transcend himself. So, like, that, when we go to pass, it's like all of our souls are getting collected in a jar. And when all the right souls that have the right experiences get together, that's, that's the end we've done it and then that a new world can be created or another world you know i've i've heard well how does that why is that called the egg theory i see i still don't know i haven't confirmed if the egg theory is the name of that uh, I've, I've heard theories that like the universe is just always repeating so like it happens because like it though the universe is expanding you know the ever since galaxies <laughs> why would we be the anomaly <laughs> Um, but it talks about how like the universe is expanding. That's why people think there was like at one point, um, what's the word? Um, like the big bang, um, a singularity. They believe that like it all came from this one single spot. And so they believe that it will expand. And then eventually, uh, cause like the rate of expansion is slowing. Eventually they think it's going to, it's going to start coming back and shrinking back into that point and then make another grand explosion so they believe that like the universe is just on a, a cycle like a loop that it'll never end not that like we 
us three will be in that new universe, mm-hmm. you know, but just like a new universe with different people, different planets, all that will happen. Yeah, I mean, you know, different laws of physics even. Like you're talking yeah. completely rewritten. Everything we know will mean nothing. Which I, I could believe that. I could see that being like a, an actual outcome. Or it just does it again. Mm-hmm. Exactly the same. Exactly the same. Yeah. That's how I... Because that's how they... Uh, that's how sometimes that's how some people uh, assume time travel works is that you never go back in time you go forward mm. through that skit so you just end up back in this you end up back yeah. again oh that's kind of cool and then that is interesting i didn't think about that all right boys uh we only probably got like 10 more minutes and i probably need to skedaddle Ooh. j dog what you got i ain't got nothing Y'all want to talk about the $10,000 for someone to hit you in the face again? <laughs> oh, yeah. We didn't talk. That was on last episode, that right? Was the last episode. Okay. Yeah. Uh, bring it up. All right. So, would you take $10,000 to get to let someone hit you in the face? And then, if you would, how many times? You get you get 10000 for each time someone hits you in the face. How many times would you let someone hit you in the face? Now, just for clarification and rules, each punch is a different person randomized. Yeah, it could be a no 12 year old, it could be a bodybuilder. And it has to be consecutive. You can't like wait. We're going to say like three seconds between yeah. each punch. You can't wait like an hour and then take another no, hit. No. You, you leave the area, you're done. <laughs> you you pause, that's the end of your money. Yeah. Whatever you've collected, you, cl- you, you, fill it, you collect. And if you pass out, didn't we say you lose all of it? Not necessarily, but it well, just... Well, we can, it, we can take out that rule. It just okay. ends it for you, you. Yeah, if you get knocked out, it ends. You don't get to get punched anymore. That'd be nice, though. Wouldn't it? Just keep punching me <laughs> yeah. while I'm out. Yeah, just keep going, bud. Um, I would say probably three times. Three punches. Yeah. Who, who knows who could be next? I made $30,000. I'm fine with that. I personally would have to take the first hit and see if i want to keep going <laughs> that's true th- that, uh, this is almost word for word what i said last time it entirely depends on that first hit because that first hit's either gonna go i'm either gonna go fuck yes let's keep doing this i got five more in me at yeah. least or they hit me and i'm just like i don't want it anymore <laughs> Stop! i think i'll just throw i keep trying to think of numbers but really i think i'm just gonna throw until i get knocked out you think so? You would just take it. Yeah, I'll just take it until I get knocked out because I don't know why not. No, I mean, I'm, if I if honestly, I ever back out before I get knocked out, I'll just regret it and be like, I could have made ten more thousand dollars. Oh, know? another stipulation on the punch itself is it's completely dependent on who randomly got selected. Yeah. yeah. If they decide they want it, they don't want to fully hit you. That's on them. But if they decide they want to put everything behind that hit, also on them. Yeah. <laughs> you don't it's, get to know. And like I think. I don't think that way where I'd regret it because of um, investing. There's times to where I'll sell and then like the next day it just keeps going up. It's like, fuck, why didn't I, why didn't I stay in it? You know? Oh, well, I think it's the other mentality too. Like if you sell and then it goes up a bit and it goes back down, you can have the mentality of, well, I did. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. You, you, you notice like, yeah, I could have made more money, Mm -hmm. but by selling it guarantees that if tomorrow it dropped 30%, well, I'm not going to lose anything. Taken three hits, what harm is five? 
um, more pain and possibly surgery if they like really? bust some teeth and like you know. That's to, that's why that's why that's why I stand the way I stand. It's such, let me get that first hit in and then I'll yeah. decide from there. <laughs> that is true. I didn't consider like jaw punches. I've only ever considered like side head punches. Nah, yeah, they can punch you anywhere. Yeah, but now that that's in the equation, I really hmm. <laughs> yeah. That that's the only reason yeah. why I stop it. Not just because of the pain, but because of like possible like they break your nose. People don't know how to know. hit. Get you right in the ear. Yeah. Yeah. Was that cotton something? Mm, the way your ear gets super big. Yeah, oh, like I, boxers ooh. get it all the time. Yikes. Like, even if like you wanted to stay in, if they get one good punch to the temple. Yeah. You get $10,000 and that's it. <laughs> okay. Uh, sorry. I just had a topic. Y'all asked me about my week. Yo. And I, I, I just <laughs> had a memory. Go with yeah. That. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah I, that's not, I didn't mean just, but um, I have to talk. I have to talk highly about myself after so much negative shit. I've said this podcast. Um, my girlfriend caught a recording of me singing a song from a Broadway show. And she played it back for me later in the day without me realizing she was playing it back to me. Mm-hmm. She told me that that was my voice singing. I about cried. Aww. I said, holy shit, that's, le- that's legitimately my voice back there, isn't it? It was uh, Dear Evan Hansen <gasps> waving through a window. Yeah. And that musical. I couldn't hear the guy who actually sung the song. And I had no idea that was my voice I was hearing the entire time. And it was good, right? I... I enjoyed listening to myself. <laughs> I can't say I'd ever even thought about that before ever in my life. No. I, I'm, I'm afraid to record myself. Extremely not into musicals, but can you describe like what genre or like what style of singing it is? It's uh Dear Evan Hansen. I mean that song is a lot slower. It's a it's like classic Broadway. It's a slow it's a slower song. It's a very powerful song. It's a very emotional play. Very emotional play. Um, um, there's a few songs that are pretty upbeat, but besides that, a lot of it's like sentimental. Mm-hmm. Waving through a window specifically is, uh, it shows a lot of his vocal range in it. Um, and you can see just kind of how his emotions can affect his singing. So like at the beginning of... You said it was a, a musical, right? Yes. Yeah, it's about to have a movie. Yeah, okay, that's what I yeah. typed it and oh, now I'm watching the yeah. The dude yeah. the I've, dude who's the original uh, Evan Hansen looks way too old for it. So if you watch any of the trailers, it looks like this thirty year old man going through high school. It's <laughs> 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 fucking freaky. <laughs> so I will counter your good thing about you singing to where I listened to last week's episode that we're not uploading yeah. and uh, we were talking about AJR and um, which by the way we didn't get to talk about that but amazing album oh shit um, yeah my favorite album damn and I know I got so deep on I that know. album too. We, might, we might revisit that at a later point <laughs> we have to uh, maybe even next week's Brandon won't be back so we can maybe talk about it then but um, on the podcast I heard myself seeing a part of the song for you to try to like remember what song it was like week by ajr okay and oh god i remember listening to it's like ah this is why i don't sing in front of people so i'm glad you feel good about your singing congrats i've been doing it for years i I mean i took like i did take choir for a reason in middle school but uh i never thought i'd get to a point where i actually enjoyed hearing myself Mm -hmm. I, i know that asking someone to like to do it in front of like like if i was like hey sing for me you know yeah it's a lot harder but just do that but what i'm saying is 
you should sometime. Like mm-hmm. if there's ever a situation that calls for it, go ahead. Yeah, like, I'm interested. Okay. Or even you. if you don't feel comfortable with that, get your girlfriend to send you that video, and yeah, we can still yeah. listen to it. Oh, you know? Yeah, we could do that actually. <laughs> we could because you already you already performed, so yeah. you don't have to do it again. Yeah. <laughs> See, she the way I we were driving around. And uh, the song just came on on my playlist, and I can't not sing like that. I'm very comfortable in front of her, so I love singing along to that song. And she just pulls her phone out, got it angled all to the side, <laughs> so she's definitely getting the driver's seat. I caught her a long time ago, but I was like, I kind of want this. I don't. Yeah. I want it because I'm already in the in the moment. Let me just ignore the fact that she's recording, and see what happens. And uh, probably my best vocal performance of that song without any vocal warm-ups even. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'll see if I'll get in the audio so we we could maybe we could tie it into the end of the video the end yeah. of this episode for anybody who wants to hear it. Hmm. Well, I'm glad you uh, you gave us a positive Attention. note to end on. Great. So d- did I just hear that you would like it to be on the end of this episode? I I, I could yeah, we could yeah, do that. We'll definitely put the clip at the end of this yeah. episode. Yeah. <laughs> Um, well, unless we have any other small notes to end on, I guess that is the end of this episode of the Mixed Bag Podcast. Ow, ow! Uh, well, thank uh, you for listening. Um, thank you for me. Thank you from Elijah. And thank you from J Dog. And I hope you have a good week. And we'll see you next week. Mixed Bag Podcast. Yay! <laughs>